0: Good morning and welcome to the MVP Real Estate Mortgage Report. I'm Jonathan Edwards with the Hosterman team here at Citywide Home Loans alongside... Fung-Smith with Brokers Guild Real Estate. Fung, thanks for being our MVP guest host on the show today. This is the show that brings you today's most relevant real estate insights and experiences from the industry's most dedicated players. Today, we will discuss why now is a great time for buyers to get into the real estate market. There are real benefits to purchasing a home today that the media is not talking about. Join us as we break down the benefits. Stay tuned for a triple play of Denver's hottest listings and a quick disclaimer that citywide home loans and Brokers Guild real estate are not affiliated entities. Listeners are not required to use either participant to work with the other participant. Fung, thanks so much for being on the show today.
1: Good morning, John. Good morning, everyone.
0: Fung, Before we get started, I just want to know a little bit about you, how long you've been in real estate here in Colorado. Um, How long have you lived in Colorado?
1: I have been a proud resident of Colorado for over 30 years. 30
0: years. So you got me beat. I've been here for 17 years now. 17. But you've been here for 30, so you got me beat by over a decade. How long have you been in real estate?
1: I have been a realtor for the last 18 years, and I uh, speak three languages.
0: Awesome, what languages?
1: Uh, Vietnamese, Cambodian, and of course, English. Awesome. And I have been uh, helping people and I love my job.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Well, very, very cool. So if you're out there, you primarily speak Cambodian or Vietnamese or English for that matter, Uh, Fun can certainly help you out, talk with you about your real estate dreams, desires, needs, and wants, and help you find that next home or help you sell your current home. Um, So you've been in real estate for the last 18 years. I know right now you're with Brokers Guild Real Estate. How long have you been with Brokers Guild?
1: I have been with Brokers Guild since 2014. So I started my career with Sterling Real Estate Group.
0: Sterling, okay.
1: And um, the people at Sterling were very helpful, but I really learned by working with people uh, one at a time.
0: Gotcha. 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 Yeah, we do a lot of work with uh, Brokers Guild Real Estate, an excellent, excellent organization. Can't say enough about, you know, Luis Gonzalez and Carrie Martinez, uh, Jim Kane, Linda, love Carrie. Linda love, Miller. Love Kerry. Love, love They're Lewis. Awesome. Love Jim Yes, awesome. Jim Kane. They are such great managers. They've got an incredible management team over there. Um, so glad to hear that you're working with them. And you have been for a while. You've been with them for the last eight years? Yes. So that's awesome. What did you do before real estate, out of curiosity? I
1: was um, in accounting, so I graduated. A BA in um, accounting. So I worked for an apparel company for seven years. Okay. And uh, I just always loved being a realtor. So I got into it. (laughs) (laughs) Very cool.
0: Probably a little bit more exciting than accounting, I'm guessing. Yes,
1: yes. Working with uh, a lot of people and get to see all beautiful houses. You, know, you get to get market. out of the office, yes. right?
0: You get to show people homes, help them to purchase their their dream homes in some cases, right? And get out there and go look at homes and do stuff, yes. As opposed to, I would imagine, as an accountant, you kind of sit in the office, sit in an of office. The
1: and here, you have to, uh, you know, interact with people, meet a lot of people, um, and got to drive around in the city, so I know, like, I work work in GPS, so I know, you give me the zip code, I know where you're at.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know your way around town at this point. After eight years as a real estate agent, you figure out how to get everywhere. Eighteen years, actually. Eighteen years, years, you're right. Uh, You know how to get around town for sure. That's funny. Um, I've thought that over the years, too. I had a number of jobs before I got into uh, mortgages. I've been in mortgages for 10 years now, but had a number of jobs and lived in, like, different parts. Of town, so I feel like I know how to get around town pretty well. Before I moved here, and you might be able to speak to this, I I am told that the city got very big in the early 2000s. That you used to be able to drive from one end of the city to the other on I 25 and you didn't have to sit in much traffic, right? It's a little bit different today,
1: right? Traffic, uh, every day is now. It's not you don't have to wait till three o'clock, but it's traffic every day. But you know the seventy being you know expand, so we're probably gonna I know gonna be have a good road done. It looks like
0: they're doing a nice job, though. They seem to be moving a lot. It looks like a big project. That project was.
1: Uh, I believe it 10 years ago, and they, they started it now. So. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Well, let's talk about some real estate here, Fung. Um, you are our boots on the ground. So our real estate agents, that's why we have this show. We love talking to real estate agents that are on the ground. You're working with clients. You're out there looking at homes, and you have the best feel for the current marketplace. What are you seeing in the market today as opposed to maybe what we were seeing in the market two years ago or a year ago?
1: Well, it uh, seemed to be a very different housing market than it was just a few months ago uh, when people were bidding down the doors to buy a house. You yeah. remember that? And, but I, it is still an excellent time to enter into the housing market. Especially for the first-time home buyer.
0: Absolutely. I mean, so what we saw a couple of years ago for the, for those in our audience that maybe weren't part of the market a couple of years ago, it was crazy out here, right? Even up to like a year ago, it was crazy. Right. It was six and, months ago. And, so we're Absolutely. talking, you know, multiple, multiple offers. In some cases, twenty plus offers on a home, and you've got uh, different scenarios where people are waiving uh, appraisals, inspections, uh, inspections, and they're doing appraisal. Gaps and appraisal gap. If you're not familiar with and the term, and uh,
1: escalation cost up escalation to the roof, costs, you know, yeah, all fifty thousand to one hundred thousand dollar over asking price. So the average was sixty thousand. It heard. was crazy. Yes, it yeah. was crazy. Yeah. And so
0: what we're seeing is that things are slowing down a little bit. We're seeing more inventory in the marketplace. Is that what? Yeah, uh, of I mean, course, yes. You've got more yes, houses that you can yes. show your buyers now. Yes, which means that they can get a little bit pickier because I know, and I'm sure you saw this with your clients too. We certainly had buyers. I mean, they would go and they'd they'd love a house. They'd put an offer on it and there'd be 20 other offers on it. So they'd have to go over asking price. They'd have to waive the inspections, like you said. But now they can be a little bit pickier. There might still be a couple of offers on a property, but you're still probably going in around asking price as opposed to 10, 20 percent over, right?
1: Well, right now the uh, supply has caught up with the demand and there are more houses on the market to buy, Uh, so giving the buyers uh, an excellent chance to be able to find more houses that they really like, And at more uh, reasonable price. Meaning they can make an offer, they can lowball actually. (laughs) They can lowball right now, right? Buyers haven't been having a lowball in a while. So um,
0: you know, so I think as a result of that, of the market shift. So in my opinion, and let me know if you would agree with me, Fun, we have gone from what I would consider to be an extreme seller's market. And the pendulum is shifting a little bit. I don't know that I would say that we're necessarily in a buyer's market right now, but it, it is shifting. Shifted that way a little bit.
1: Wow, I... I agree with you, but then I, I still think this is a market. It would you think have it is shipped. a buyer's yeah, market? Yeah, it is you the buyer we've market. made the shift? Yes. Okay. The shift. yes.
0: Interesting. So, um, and again, this is why we have our boots on the ground out there. This is why the show exists, to talk with real estate agents. You know, Fung thinks that we have made that full shift over to a buyer's market. Now, a, a seller's market, in my opinion, and again, let me know if you would agree, Fung, is where sellers basically have control, right? Like, they put their house on the market. They're going to get multiple offers. Right. They're going to get over their asking price. In most cases, and they're going to get pretty much everything they want, right? Right. And maybe even a little bit more.
1: Even even when you start from the beginning, you you set up a showing. They only allow fifteen minutes to show the property. Right now, right. you can shop for an hour. You can look. <laughs> you can take your you time and think about and think about your mind. You
0: so that's a great point. And then a buyer's market, by contrast, is more where like the buyers have most of the leverage, right? Like they can be picky. They can look at multiple homes. Yes, they, they've got yeah. time to make their offers they can lowball like you had said they can ask for things and this is where i want to go with this um in our next segment so i don't want to go there quite yet but what we what we are going to talk about is inspections and i think inspections are one of the big turning points from a seller's market to a to buyer's buyer market. market yeah
1: so, and um it just, it just was a uh, you know a short while ago the first time home buyer they they couldn't
0: couldn't get, into the couldn't get in the
1: market because they have uh, limited uh, funds yep. to put down, so they couldn't compete with yep. other buyers with more cash on hand. Yeah. So yeah, right it now was it's tough great. for
0: first-time home buyers, and I think you're right. Now, one of the things that's going to scare first-time home buyers a little bit, I think, and, and, and maybe previous buyers as well, is the amount that interest rates have gone up. And so, I'll talk about that for just a minute. Obviously, on the lending side, we mm-hmm. deal with this a lot, but interest rates have gone up. They've, in some cases, tripled from where we were at one point. Right? Right. In a very short period of time, in like a year, roughly. January. Maybe, you know, so more.
1: in January, so, the um, remember that in general mm-hmm. their interest rate were historical low, like 2.5? two point uh, five?
0: It was a little bit further back than further that back, yeah, yeah. But in into last year But historical lows, as far as interest rates go, interest rates, the average interest rate two days ago on Tuesday was 7.07 percent national average for a 30 year fixed rate. Yesterday, they did come down a little bit and they grew around like 6.8 or so yesterday. So
1: that make the first time home buyers or even the buyers scared to get into the market.
0: It does. So right. first time home buyers are a little bit concerned about that. However, first time home buyers, maybe less so than somebody that already owns a home, interest rates aren't. I mean where interest rates are going to have the biggest impact is on their monthly payment, right? Uh-huh. So if you purchased a home and the interest rate was 3% right. and you know your payment was whatever you considered to be reasonable, maybe $2,000, well the same home today with an interest rate at 7%, now all of a sudden your payment has doubled, right? Your principal right. interest payment has doubled or somewhere in there. I'm not using exact figures, but that's a lot. That's a big difference. That might mean a $400,000 home that you were looking at a year ago that's not in your comfort level anymore. Now it's a three hundred thousand dollars home, so first time home buyers a little bit scared, but I do think that they have an opportunity now to finally get into the market, right? And they should take advantage of that, right?
1: Because if you are if you are renting, right, yeah, and and you considering uh, renting, is that landlords already raising um, the rent. Rents and they will continue up. to do so. Yeah. So that means the cost of renting can soon equal or surpass the cost of purchasing a house. So... Yeah, to absolutely. My advice to the first-time home buyers: if you never own a home, if you can't afford a down payment, you should buy now.
0: Well, because why not pay your mortgage instead of somebody else's right, mortgage? Right. And you can gain
1: equity later. You gain equity. Like, Every right. time
0: you make that mortgage payment, you're gaining more equity in the property. Equity is really just sort of like a long-term savings account, right? Pay something
1: to, so, you know, to yourself instead of renting and also always remember, right? You in the lending business, you can always refinance you can later. Always refinance, yep.
0: that's absolutely right. One of the other things I wanted to chat with you about Fung is seller concessions. So if you're not familiar with the term seller concessions, this is where the sellers are actually going to give you funds to use towards your uh, towards your closing costs. Now down payment, it's important closing to note costs, that. yes, right, but closing costs and prepaids. We haven't seen a lot of that in the past few years, right? Right. Or have you?
1: Uh now it is. Now, now, you're starting to yes, see now it, right? it's because the so, buyer's market now. <laughs> and so
0: we're seeing this on our contracts that that uh, we're reviewing and the offers that are going out. And one of the big things that we're seeing now that we haven't seen in a couple of decades is what we call buy downs. Or yes. in this case, the most popular of which is a two-one buy down, right? So
1: seller offer a concession or buy down a rate because the yep. to help the buyer to yep. get to enter into the So rates the, are
0: super high, so, so, so sellers are offering funds to buy down Interest rates. So in so specifically there is what we call a two-one buy down where just if interest rates are seven percent, which was the example I used earlier mm-hmm. uh, for the national average, then what happens is the seller is going to pay to buy the interest down for a two-year period. So in the first year, the buyer's principal and interest payment is going to be based off of an interest rate at five percent. In year two, it's gonna be based off of an interest rate at six percent. And then years three through thirty, You're going to be back at that 7%. So it's a way for the buyer to sort of ease into their monthly payments, and the seller is going to contribute the difference in interest on those payments. So we've seen a lot more of those 2-1 buy-downs lately. And that comes in the form of a concession. Um, We've also seen straight buy-downs where sellers are like, hey, I'll give you $12,000. You use it towards buying down your interest rate if you want to or covering closing costs, whatever you want to do. Are you starting to see some more of that as well? Of course, yes. Yeah,
1: Uh, I have a couple options. That we did yeah. that, yes.
0: Yep, absolutely. So you are listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report on ESPN Denver 1600. Check out past episodes on our podcast at 1043thefan.com. For mortgage questions and information, give us a call at 303-921-5747. If you would like to get in touch with Fung Smith to discuss buying or selling your next home, she can be reached at 720 327-2500. Fung, this is one of my favorite parts of the show because we get to talk about hot listings, <laughs> and I love talking about listings. And I know Go the real, ahead, real estate <laughs> agents do too. It used to be more fun to talk about listings because there weren't that many of right. them, but now we've got more listings in the market, so it's our job to pick out the hottest listings in town. And we've done that for everybody again this week. Our first one is an agent, Erica Ramirez, and she's with Any Home Realty, a great, great uh, organization and real estate company with uh, Juan Gallegos. And this one is at 17048 East, one hundred and six Way in Commerce City. It's on the market at 725,000. It is uh, just over 5,000 square feet with five beds, four baths. An absolutely stunning home in a very high desired area. If you'd like some more information on this property, give Erica Ramirez a call at 720-212-9492. And the next one I've got is Mary Beth Schmidt with Brokers Guild. And uh, Mary Beth has an awesome property at 4535 East 14th Avenue in Denver. This one's listed for 585000 It's a townhome with just under 1,300 square feet. Bedrooms, three bathrooms, two. An excellent, excellent location. Give Mary Beth Schmidt a call at 303-378-2566 if you'd like some more information on that property. The third one, Fung, is Fung's Listing. And this is a beauty. I got the pictures here, Fung. It is a beautiful property. 3865 West 63rd Avenue in Arvada at 525,000, just over 2,000 square feet. Four bed, three bath. Fung, tell us a little bit about this property.
1: This is a property that's in um, the Kona lot. And, um, corner lots. Corner lots, Love yes. It. And they have beautiful landscaping. The houses are very open. and Big backyard deck,
0: it looks like. Yes,
1: and we just actually lowered the price uh, to meet. You know the buyers. And I have um, quite a bit of showing after uh, I lower the price awesome. with this market. Yes.
0: So if you would like to see this property or talk with Fung about um, some more of the aspects of the property, give her a call at 720-327- 2500. That looks like a great one, Fung. I don't think it's going to be on the market too much longer. And finally, I've got Janita Sirwada, also with uh, Brokers Guild Real Estate. And this one is at 5 South Olathe Circle, and this is on the market at 659,900, just over 3,400 square feet, a five-bed, three-bath home. It is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful in the Cherry Creek School District, located on a cul-de-sac. If you'd like some more information on this property, give Janita a call at 720-298-1407. All right, Fung. Let's jump back in. Let's talk a little bit more about why buyers should be jumping into this market. And we had touched on it earlier, but -hmm. let's really dive in right now. Let's talk about inspections. Talk about first, what were we seeing with inspections a year ago, two years ago, three years ago?
1: A year ago, you would write the contract, right? The contract, you have to wait for inspection. Um, Waiter appraisal, like we just talked about it earlier, in order to compete with other buyers, and right. because if if you're a first-time home buyer, you couldn't get yeah. into the house. You and had
0: to basically waive the appraisal. Right. You had to waive the inspection. There really wasn't inspection here, right. right? We did see some inspections that were like major health and health safety, and safety yes. uh, maybe major mechanical issues, that kind of stuff. Uh, but outside of that, you weren't seeing much. And even within that, like we definitely saw contracts where people were like, we're waiving the inspection altogether um, or they might do the inspection, but they weren't going to include it as part of the contract just so they had an inspection and they knew what they, they were getting into. They knew what they were
1: getting into. Yes, yes.
0: So, I mean, that's crazy because... And, and to give people an idea, some of the major health and safety or major mechanical stuff that we would see in rare instances would be like a furnace that's 25, 30 years old. Sometimes you have a sewer scope done and you need a new septic system, right? A new septic system can cost how much?
1: New uh, sewer. Well, it's a se- on section. A uh, sewer section sewer, should be sorry, between four you, sewer to 8000 It yeah. depends on... I, and yeah. I've heard
0: as much as 15000 The whole in line, some cases. Yes. If you have it's to do expensive. the whole line, right? Yes. Um, so... You know, you want to know, you just have to be careful, right? If you've got extra cash in your pocket, then something like that can make sense. If you don't have a lot of extra money, you got to be very careful about waiving inspections. And so that would keep people out of homes as well.
1: I never recommend that buyers waive inspections. I saw, it's not definitely a good saw it good out idea, there, right? Right.
0: Um, so, Now, jump to today, when you're showing the buyers their home, they put their offer together, they submit it, you guys get under contract, and now it's time to schedule the inspection. How is that conversation different today than it was last year?
1: Today, now, uh, is... Definitely turn around for the buyers. They can schedule inspection. They can you know do inspection and ask for the item to be fixed or replaced.
0: Yeah, imagine that. Uh,
1: yeah, or they can, can ask, ask, ask for the fix- seller to re-, yeah. re reduce the price. Right. Uh, so we have a lot of um, options for the buyers now.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, things that you would think should be fixed and should work in a home when you buy them, those are the kinds of things that you're talking to your sellers about. Um, or, excuse me, to your buyers about that the seller should maybe fix these things up. Um, those kinds of items you can now ask for within a home. Reasonable items, right? Right. Um, And so, you know, and I still don't recommend, like, sometimes I'll see these inspections and I'll go... Easy, like you know, you don't have to ask for everything, everything under the sun when it comes to the inspection, right? If you're buying a 25 year old home, like you just have to understand that the home is 25 years old, right? And there are going, it's not brand new. You're not buying a new build, so you're having that conversation with them, like well, hey, even,
1: even a new build, you still have to do inspection. Exactly, and that's where, a really yeah. good
0: point. That's a really, but you expect everything to be right. new on mm-hmm. a new build. That's a great point. Do you want to talk about that for a second, Fung? Is that on a new build home you should have an inspection you should done. Answer,
1: even though the uh, the um builder already have uh, inspected but you still have to do an inspection for yourself to see what they are missing that way it can be a test for you you can have the builder uh, come and fix it yep. and usually they do it within a month if you are building a new home
0: yeah absolutely and so we talked a lot about first time home buyers that um that are, we feel, is I think you and I both, that it's a good time for first-time home buyers to get into the market. I think it's a good time for buyers, even if you own for a home buyers, right now. Yeah, even if you needs, have two or
1: three houses already yeah. you buy your second home or yeah. third home you yeah. st- it's still good
0: times. And you work with investors, Yes, right? I do, yes. So uh, is it ever a bad time to consider as long as you can get a, a property at the right price? If you're in it for the long term then almost any time. No, is it's, probably... n- it's never
1: a bad time for real estate. Yeah. You can invest in real estate anytime because you sit you have your casting around and it's inflation you don't yep. make uh, have interest. You don't give the bank don't give you much interest, so why don't you buy a house and you become right. a landlord and you rent you have renters who make payments for you. So outside
0: of our first time home buyers who we've talked about quite a bit today, it's a good time I think as well and it might even get better in the next year or two for second homes and investment properties. We we are seeing one of the Loans that we are doing the most right now is uh, like an investor cash flow type loan. And these are designed specifically for investors. You can do a purchase, a refinance, or a cash out refinance on an investment property. It must be an investment property. But we've got investors right now that are taking cash out of their investment properties. Sometimes they're primary residents, but a lot of times we're seeing investment properties. They want that cash because they think there's going to be deals in the next year or two where we haven't seen a lot of great great deals for investors over the last few years. Um, and so I do think that while it's a good time for first-time home buyers I think that investors are going to be able to get back into the market as well fix and flips have you worked with many clients that do fix and flips and stuff like that
1: I do I do uh, work with um, investor that do fix and flip and he's one of uh, my investor a long-time friend he's still buying it he's have yeah. uh, he working on fours right now yeah and he's not afraid to buy more properties yeah. to
0: fix into one of the point uh, one of the investors that we're working with his point was look we've got that values are still way up. We've got a ton of equity in our properties, but if values start to fall down, we're going to have less equity that we're going to be able to access later on. So we want to do it now so that we can have the cash. Also, lenders are going to start to tighten their grip on that equity. If values start to fall, and especially if they start to fall fast, then you're going to see loan-to-value numbers that are going to start changing. They're going to increase you know, minimum credit scores and stuff like that. So access to that cash and to that equity could get more difficult in the coming years taking that cash out now especially if you've got debt to consolidate and stuff like that now can be a really good time for that as well You are listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report on ESPN Denver 1600. Check out past episodes on our podcast at 1043thefan.com. For mortgage questions and information, give us a call at 303-921-5747. And if you would like to get in touch with Fung Smith to discuss buying or selling your next home, she can be reached at 720-327-2500. Fung, we've got just a couple of minutes left here. Any last minute thoughts on the current marketplace or buyers, first time home buyers?
1: I just have the advice for other buyers out there that who, who are looking to buy. Um, if you can't afford the down payment and a monthly payment on a house, you should buy now so you can begin to build equity like we mentioned earlier yep. in something you own and not to be paying more and more for renting a space that is not yours.
0: Absolutely. It's not yours, and I think that's the key point, Fung. You're paying somebody else's mortgage. If you are currently renting a single-family residence or even an apartment, somebody has a mortgage most likely on that property, but they're not paying the mortgage on that property. You are, right? Yes. So get yourself (laughs) out of that rent situation. Rents are super high as well. Start building some equity for your house. And and let's be honest, Fung, your first home is probably not going to be your dream home, right?
1: First home, it's not going to be a dream home, but it's always that like what you want to get in for, you know. Yeah, it's your own home.
0: What you can afford, and it's your first home, right? And, and you're gonna, you're gonna love that first home. You're gonna live there for a couple of years, probably, and then, you know, whatever happens within your life, you may decide that you want to purchase a new home. You might sell that first home and use the equity to buy a new one. What, what else could you do with it?
1: Oh, you can rent it out. You can become a landlord. And someone else making payment for you instead of you, right? Exactly. you got to turn the tables around,
0: right? right? You rent it out and somebody else pays that mortgage for you. And that's the key to really long-term success and financial independence, right? Right. Fung, thank you so much for coming on the show today. That was a ton of fun.
1: Thank you, John. Thank you for your time. Thank you,
0: everyone. A wealth of knowledge, Fung Smith. Uh, She has been in real estate for 18 years here in the Denver area. Again, if you would like to get in touch with Fung, uh, Fung does speak Cambodian, Vietnamese, and English, and she would love to chat with you about buying your next home or if you've got a property you'd like to sell, she's got some great advice for you there as well. And Fung can be reached at 720-327-2500. Thank you for tuning in to the MVP real estate and mortgage report. If you have a question about financing for your next home or refinancing a current mortgage, give us a call at 303-921-5747. Don't miss next week's show right here on ESPN Denver 1600 every Saturday morning at 7 a.m. You can find our past episodes on our podcast at 1043thefan.com MVP real estate and mortgage report.